0: Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacey Fleece. I'm here with Samantha Tredelius today on this lovely rainy day. Another one, like this could be, this could be any day between like the week before Christmas and middle of January. Um, You wouldn't know because they've all looked the same.
1: It's just one big rain cloud, but you know what? Mm -hmm. A sunny space is you and our wonderful guests today. So I am excited for this. I had a long day, an exhausting day, and I was like, I know the next 30 minutes are going to be great. So here we go.
0: Well, you know those, uh, you you probably have seen those memes where like, like they're the the success memes where it's the uh, iceberg and you've got the little bit of the iceberg on the top and then there's all that shit on the bottom, like that's all the work, right? I feel like that describes Brenda Austin, because uh, Brenda, you are you are like the duck that is gliding along the top of the water and underneath your feet are paddling like crazy because your your journey and your story to get where you are, to have the business you have and the success that you have is um, is one that we should all be inspired by. So first of all, Brenda, thank you for joining us. I'm super happy to have you here today.
2: Yay! Thanks so much for having me, ladies. I am ecstatic to be here.
0: So first, I want to say your business, Now and Zen Body Works, which is uh, in Addison, Texas, uh, a little outside Dallas, correct?
2: You correct, yes.
0: Okay, so here's a girl from South Central who made it to Dallas with her own business, which you've had for you've had this business for almost 15 years now so I this did. is not you're not one of these like hey it's covid let me try something new the, you, that is not you no.
1: um
0: you've been rocking and rolling on this for a long time so let's yeah. dial it back about how the girl got out of south central to be the success that you are today the the path that you took to to get there
2: you know what the i have three words for that for track and field scholarship come on yes. That's how i got out of south central la coming and it, from and oh, it took you to where it took me to from dorsey high school to long beach city college for two years and then it took me to lincoln university of missouri jefferson city where snow sleet, rain hail, sun comes out and does it all over again
0: Con- couldn't really be farther from your South Central LA world, LA moment, you landed in Missouri.
2: I, oh my God. I was, I was, I landed in Missouri. Yes. I, I landed there. And
0: um, was it a culture shock at the time? Or were you really like, this is what I needed. I needed that break. Oh. I needed to get away. I knew track and field was my ticket out. Like, is sometimes I feel like that sort of stuff we don't always appreciate until we're looking at it in the rearview mirror. Did you get how cool that was at the time?
2: Um, no, I was homesick. <laughs> we had to run outside in thirty to forty degree weather just to different. Ew. Um, there was a lot of like I didn't appreciate it. I did not. I'm going to be honest. I did not appreciate it until I actually graduated college. And it was that moment of uh, of an epiphany of that you needed to go through this. you needed to be here. you needed to go through all this because it started to create my I started to create myself into, um, a more powerful and stronger woman. I started yes. to heal from different traumas that I didn't realize I was holding on to in childhood. I needed to be by myself. I needed to be in that space to really, really mold myself, pull myself up out of that well, out of that hole, and really start to grow into the from the seed, you know, to sprout to the flower, you know, to the plant, to the tree, you know, in a sense. And that's how it was created. And And it's such
1: a big, you know, I, one of the biggest regrets I ever had. And Stacey, you went off and went to college. I didn't, I grew up in, you know, Southern California, went to Cal State Northridge. So I stayed local and never went away to school. And that was one of the things that like, I always wished I would have, you know, tried harder to get a scholarship or be good at a sport that I could take advantage of. But also just to have that experience as a youngster to be pulled away from your environment and be in a totally different, you know, climate, just not only just economically, but, you know, weather wise and and just in middle of America. It's a total different vibe from the West Coast. And we are definitely different, you know, individuals on the different coasts in the middle. Um, That experience in its own right, I think really was probably incredible for you in so many different ways.
2: Yeah, you know, I I was in California, then I went to Missouri, graduated, and then I graduated 2007, 2008, stock market dropped. Yay, Ooh. B. I got timing, it. <laughs>
0: timing is super cool.
2: Wonderful. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a degree, let's make this money.
0: That was a really tough job market for new college graduates.
2: Yes, it- job interviewing, I was, I, I had a, I actually took a couple classes just to make sure it wasn't me. Like it was, it was very, (laughs) you know, it was very, it was very tough. Like, do I dress like this? Are these heel sizes okay? Is this makeup too much? I mean, to, you know, you start to go through like a thing of like, okay, so I know that this is happening, but when is it going to get better? Like, is it supposed to, you know, impact us this hard? So I ended up going to a uh, physical therapy school. I, mm-hmm. I became a physical therapy aide. Um, I applied to physical therapy school um, about 30 miles away from Lincoln University. And from there, um, I graduated that year. The whole summer, I took time, didn't go home. I took time to get the application and the letters and everything you need to, you know, Send to the school. Send my stuff off. We're supposed to wait a couple months so I can start the semester. I did not get in that first year. What? I was on a wait list number three. The lady called me and told me that she found my application at the bottom of the pile and told me I need to reapply the next year.
0: Come on
2: yes that was so fun oh my gosh that was just so fun so i reapply the next year get the letter in the mail i'm like tearing it almost tear the letter didn't get in the second year no wait list number 11. man when i tell you i called the lady the head of the department for the whole summer the whole summer almost every day hi miss mary poppins (laughs) this is brenda austin i'm just calling to talk you know and she never called me back until one day she did end of november i was doing a wine cheese party for one of my friends who's from california at the house and she called me and i'm like hello who is this and i was like man am i dreaming like did she really call me back hello and she went through my whole application high school GPA, personal letter, professional letters from um, professors that was sealed in envelopes. Everything about my whole application, there was something wrong with it. And it was a point system. And she just broke it down. I think it was, I think I had 13 points out of 20, something like that. And it just wasn't enough. Everybody went back to school to find a better career for themselves because, you know, of the stock market of 2000, 2008. How discouraging. Oh, it was so fun. Oh, I was so (laughs) encouraged with like, I mean, it was just amazing to go through. Um, It it was, it was, it was. uh, Okay, but
0: hold on. Come on, when you're in the middle of it, did you feel encouraged? Come on, like oh my God. you're a, you're a positive, glowing light. But at that moment, weren't you a little no. like, "This is the bullshit"? With it all. No, I
2: think I developed the boss spot of pulling hair. I was a nail biter. No, like what? <laughs> Drinking a lot of alcohol. How? Yeah. Do I pay for alcohol. What I went from tequila to Hennessy to vodka to what is it? Beer. Okay, I'll go ahead and drink it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, light, if it must be. For yeah. real. No, no, it was so tough. And then I was by myself, you know, I was still by myself with the support of I did have great friends, guy friends, female friends, track friends. Yes, I had all that. But now you're considered an adult. It's yeah. like, yeah, you can't play with adulthood anymore. Like, what are you really doing with your life? So after that conversation, there was a jingle on the radio station. Metro Business College. I mean, the marketing was amazing. So <laughs> it's, it popped in my head. What if I go to this massage school and transfer? Oh, people do that all the time. Oh, I'm going to massage school. That's how I enrolled in massage And that's school. how it started. And that's how it started.
0: The universe yeah. sent you down the lane you were supposed to be in.
2: When I tell you second quarter with the epiphany of talking about sports massage. Oh, I had amazing track coaches. Mm-hmm. The teacher did not even read from the book. Stretches, pre-sports uh, massage, restorative first sports massage. What to do with an injury was all in here. Mm-hmm. For 14 years embedded into yeah. my head. I didn't even know what was happening. At that moment, okay, I have to actually touch people and massage hairy backs and like be okay with touching people. I'm an empath. I didn't know that me being around people I was picking up their energy until I yes. learned out of summer school. I didn't know that me being in big crowds or going to the grocery store or why I feel the way I feel or why the energy is coming from here or why I need to stay away from that person. I had no idea. Friends, I love you i was like what it was eye-opening it was eye-opening went on job interviews after i graduated didn't get hired didn't get hired so we're back we're
0: back at square zero we're back we're
2: back two 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 three months and i was dating this guy he worked in a warehouse and he got up like early mornings i think his shift started like four or five just really early and I remember sitting up, like really sitting up in the bed and it's dark and I'm just in deep thoughts and I'm like, mm. and I woke him up. He's like, whoa, are you okay? What's going on? And I just start crying. I was like, why am I waiting for somebody to tell me that I can, I can I'm good enough for a job. Mm-hmm. Why am I waiting for somebody to tell me that I'm good enough to make this amount of money? Why am I waiting for that? I need to start my own business. So. I need to figure out where it's at. And I would still run for, for my sanity, for my health, for just my relaxation. Running was still my thing. And I ran and I started like taking pictures of different businesses for lease, for sale. At this point, I don't even know the difference. You got a number. I'm calling you tomorrow. And- <laughs> you know, And I started calling. Every place I drove, I called. And some people didn't want to rent to me. And it was okay. Some people knew I was new at it. And this one guy he was about 70. It was the old Sears, uh, I believe it was an old either Sears or JC Penny building. And I didn't know this at the time. And I would run past all the time. And just so happened, there was a tattoo shop that just moved in and built And they're like, yeah, go talk to the owner. Talk to him. And in a matter of probably an hour talking to him, the space that he was using for his office, he moved out, gave me that space for me to rent. And my rent was $300 a month. And that's, that's how it starts.
1: Body
2: first again. Yep.
1: Boom. Here's what I love. I love the athlete background because I think that gives you so much discipline and, you know, focus. I mean, I've got little girls that they're in heavy sports and it's, you know, you're watching them develop these, these skills at a very young age. So those, those were in you. And then to have just the ability, I mean, most people after the door gets shut in their face the first time, they're like, okay, I'm out. But to have it, you know, roadblock and roadblock and, and you just keep going over the boulders, going over the boulders. And look at you now, I mean, what a great story you are.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm happy to be, I'm happy to just, if it wasn't for my grandmother really instilling and watching her raise five kids and be married to military men and travel and do this and create garments, beautiful dresses, and a baker and a great cook and starting churches. She started a church in Hawaii. You know like different and it's still going you know just different things like that it just motivated me and once you realize like roadblock hurdle do you like stare at it or do you
1: bust through it but most people don't you know most people look at that and it's either woe is me you know why is this happening to me oh my god the victim we all know those gals or, you know, you're just paralyzed because yeah. I think for many of us, I mean, it's hard to fail and it's hard to to realize you've got to redirect your energy into a different direction. I mean, fleece, we've seen that, I mean, in our own lives.
0: Yeah. And I do think there's um I, I think there's a lot of self-confidence that gets knocked down pretty hard in those sort of situations. And I, I actually think, you know, what you went through, albeit uh, many years ago that, as it did, like I, it translates to today because I think what we're seeing today, or at least what I'm seeing today, is a lot of people getting laid off, a lot of people having lost their jobs, people out of work for months. They want to work, they can't find a job. They're not getting recruiters calling them back. They're not getting interviewers calling them back. There, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of frustration I see out in, uh, you know, in and around LinkedIn, particularly on this mm-hmm. topic. And um, I think your message of you know. Sitting up at four o'clock in the morning and having this realization of why am I waiting for somebody to give me what I want? Why don't I just go get it? And not everybody has the fortitude to go out and start their own business, but everybody can find the fortitude to take control back of whatever it is they want to do or whatever it is they need to do at the time. I mean, your grandmother making dresses, baking, starting a church, whatever it is, she's, she's doing what she needs to do at that moment in time. Um, You know, you, you did as well. And I think that's um, I think that's a message that is so important right now today where we see so many people struggling with their job situation. And we know that there will be a lot more of that uh, in the first couple quarters of this year too. We've already had, you know, many announcements of significant layoffs
1: from companies. It kind of goes back to the woman and knowing our worth yeah. and not accepting, you know, anything. Like, I think we put ourselves in those boxes sometimes that we are, not you know, exploring the sit up in the middle of the night and be like, I can do this, you know? So one of the things, Brenda, we love to chat about and we're, you know, business owners ourselves, is the struggles of owning a business, right? And those things that you had no idea that you've had to learn the hard way. I mean, obviously the, the, you know, persistency is one of those wonderful lessons, but what are some of those things that that you've really developed and learned and grown from in these last few years?
2: You know, we see people in our field and we admire them. Or we notice something that we're like, oh, I want to do that. Or I see that, or that's a great idea. Really, is really staying in my own lane. Mm-hmm. You know, like really staying within my true, you know, aspect of what I believe in my mental, spiritual, and physical and allowing that to spread onto others, you know? And nobody can be you, nobody can be you, you, you know? Nobody can be me, they can try. But at the end of the day, it's standing in a lane and going through our morals and our ethics of what we believe to be true and doing it, you know, I'm thinking about the four agreements as I say that. You know, have you have you two read it? You know, yeah. uh, be impeccable with your word, always do your best, you know, things like that within the business. And yes, it is late hours. Yes, we heard, yes, we hear many hats, but still it's like, okay, let me at least get four to five hours of sleep ding, 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 back up again, okay, yeah, you drag, you know, it might take you to 12 p.m. to actually get up and wake up, but we still do our best, you know, in that moment, and that's, that's where something where I felt very, very true to myself, and then I started to attract those clients that needed my energy to assist them in healing, or needed my words to assist them with something that they're going on that's going on with them for the last year, or the last couple months, or something. You I think know,
0: if we I- always sort of dial into our truth and let that be our our real compass of what we're doing we will go where we're supposed to go. I think the challenge is a lot of people struggle with what their real truth is or what their real why is. Yeah. Like people, I think a lot of people get up in the morning and don't really know what their why is. Not, the why is not to pay your bills. That's that's not what it is. This is not about that. It's, it's um, you know, as as a, a friend of mine said, who I respect very much, he he used to be an NFL coach and he would say, who are you when you don't have the ball? because that's the person you really are. So when you don't have that ball, who are you really? And, and yeah, so I I think I think a lot of people struggle with figuring out who they are without the ball.
1: But also too, like, realizing you can't be good at everything is a great lesson we all have to learn in business. And when you get back to staying in your lane, like, you know, in my field is insurance. And so, you know, there's all these different lines of insurance. And it was like, well, I'm just going to focus on what I know I could be good at, and then I can accelerate. And you in the same right, you know, are finding where, where your, your, your truth, your passion, and where you can accelerate instead of trying to be everything to everybody, because then you're not really hitting on the cylinders you want to hit on. And I think that's a hard lesson to learn as a person who is a business owner and also somebody who's starting a business years ago, you know, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And it's still it's still hard all these years. I was gonna
0: say it's, it doesn't get easier, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But you now you have you've had the experience of having your business yourself and also trying to launch with a partner. Uh for the business women out there who are looking for life lessons about starting a business and structuring a business. Let's talk a little bit about the partner versus absolutely not. Like I I, not everyone's story is gonna be the same. Yeah. But tell us a little bit about yours.
2: Um, the first partner was, um, someone in massage school. She had to, I forget exactly what it was. I think it was somebody got sick and she needed help take care of them. So she took a quarter off. So I continued and we started to talk about different things, business. And I was like, you know what, if you have this and I have this, then why don't we just combine it together and see what it is. We both agreed. Um, I really don't know where it went off except for a conversation I had with the entrepreneur and her mom mm-hmm. about going to look at their space and saying, oh, we can have a space on High Street and we can have a space on the main road. Let me talk to her and see what that is. How much would y'all for rent? What? $150 a month? Okay, that's nothing. let I think we can do that. We can do this during the week and do this during the weekends or do this half days or catch the people in the lunch on this side of town. You know, just ideas just flowing. All over they go back to her. She gives me a call. It ended up being a screaming match, and I left on the other end confused. Of like, wait, did that just happen? Maybe she's maybe she's just going through her monthly. You know, sometimes that happens, and you just have to just, just She's just not like, eating okay.
1: sugar. Maybe she yeah. wasn't having her sugar.
2: <laughs> that that's just what happens, and you're like, okay. So finally, I'm like, I'm gonna see you tomorrow. You know, she'd be all right. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone went back to the space. Everything's going. On. Everything's what? going. Whoa. Everything's going. I said, oh, okay.
0: I guess it's it wasn't easy. just a bad day.
2: It was, it was, it was, I have no idea. And you know, at the end of the day, you think about it like this person wasn't all in any way. You know, yep. they weren't all the way fully committed. Like, why would you allow somebody to get in your head when the whatever I have no, I still have no idea what they said. Coming back to Dallas, working for a big um company um they only put their gyms in high-end spaces guy football player has a family we're working um and we're building our clientele we're supposed to get paid every two weeks our check does not have the exact amount of money of the hours that we worked every two weeks we get one check friday when it comes down to monday we get another check now, Steph is. I don't have any kids. I'm not in there, I'm not engaged. He's going through all this family things, and he's like, "How?" He comes to me, busting the massage room. He says, "How am I supposed to take this home as a man to pay this?" And at that time, my grandmother had fell and got sick, and I went home for like three weeks. Like literally after getting this job, and I came back, and I still had my job. So I was like loyal to it. I was just dedicated. I was like, man, I hear you. I had to call home. And my uncle I used to live with in New York, he's like, call me a pep talk. And he's like, Brenda, what are you doing? I thought you had a good job. Are you on drugs? Like, what are you doing? What's the manager's (laughs) number? they look like, his name is, you know, I give him his name and he calls him. And my manager, I walk past said, There's a there's a Andre Hall that left me a message. Is that your uncle? And I'm like, yeah. I said, I had to borrow money from him. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. So the guy manager was awesome. He talked to him, smoothed it over until the next month. You know, I had a call him again. But when it came down to that partner, this guy left. I'm still there. And then I ended up leaving. I was just like, you know what? This is making me feel uneasy. I'm working at a job. This isn't happening. You know, like, it's just... And then it's like my uncle was like, maybe you should get a second or third job. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot. Like, what? No, this is supposed to work. I went from $15 an hour to $35 an hour. Like this, this is should be this. This should be it, you know? And uh took a minute to wrap my head around it. And finally, I put my two weeks in. Um, the lady who was the manager, she wasn't happy, so she let me go. Um, and I oh, she in. declined
0: your two weeks. She
2: declined. Yeah. You
0: can leave mean, now. <laughs>
2: very, very, very mean, very mean way. Like brought one of the guys from the office up. Like I was going to tap. Oh, him. like you're
0: gonna like like steal things or? Like, what
2: am I gonna do? Knock over the sheets and the towels? Clean that up? Like what? Like I just didn't understand that. I was like, you,
0: you badass, knocking over towels.
2: <laughs> like, <what? laughs> do that like i don't want to get arrested like you should have challenged her to a
1: sprint and showed her what's up
2: (laughs) i I probably should have took everything with a bag and ran out the door you're probably right they had some good water too should have took the whole water thing anyway so i'm there and um i call him because now i i need to get another plan I just kind of left with no plan no job and- yeah now your <sighs>
0: uncle's gonna be super happy
2: <laughs> oh, yeah the talk the talk and so um I called him and he was like hey he kept on calling me He was like I found this salon suite we should rent this space and I was like yeah I did that before didn't it, it turned out yeah then after a couple weeks he got me because now you like you really need to make money my, um my dad's side of the family's from Gary, Indiana, and I went to go visit them for Thanksgiving and they used a Groupon for a restaurant. So that always stuck in my head for a business in Groupon at that time, back in 2015, 16, something like that. And so I called her again and she gave me information. I found the business side and called them. I signed up for Amazon Local, Living Social, and Groupon to build my business. That's mm-hmm. how I started to get clients. That's how I started to get clientele and share in that space. The rent was 150 a month. We split it, 75 each. each. Um, man, I lasted a couple months. He stopped showing up. I went home for something. Um, I put the um, the flyer of one of the deals on the window. Went to the bathroom, noticed it wasn't there. Like, happy to be at work, happy to be back. So I called a meeting like, hey, did you see our sign? Did somebody come in our space? Is anything else missing? He says, "No, I don't know where that is." I look down in the trash. It's in the trash. He no, in the tra- oh, and lied. Yeah. So now, I, why are you lie what, What's what's going on? Like, what happened? I charge people eighty five dollars an hour. I can't charge because t- I was charged with twenty nine dollars an hour. That was just basically what the deals were. In the, in the the door. That's the group on deal. Yeah, get them in the first it. time. I got it. That's what happened, you know. And then you know, sell them on a package, and they bought the package. And so so fast
1: forward now to where you are. You've got how many? Do you have uh? W- what's the word I'm looking for? Massage therapist is the word I'm looking for. Oh yeah. So that working for you now? When Stacy
2: went. Two to say that people don't want to work right now, yeah. that's that's everywhere, that's every industry. Um Good to know it's not just us. So yeah, so it's just me right now, and it's cool, it's calm, you know. You have your goals that you set, you know, each year. And I just had to I had to kind of mentally kind of break away from that and just focus on what I can do. And if people come in, like people always reach out to me and send resumes, but Things always come up. Oh, I got strep or I got a wingworm or, you know. You think
1: that's the industry though? Like that, that, because I noticed the the service or the wellness tends to be the, sometimes they're a little harder because it's, you know, it's more of a, a 1099 situation where they're not on payroll per se. So they're a little more. I'll
2: pay my people $50 an hour.
1: <clears throat> they should be showing up then. They should be showing up. Yeah.
2: They should be showing up and showing out. We work hard and work with our hands, our bodies, our legs, our mechanics, we have to work everything
0: well and you've got to you've got to bring the energy because we as clients we we like our bodies will sense if you're not having a good day if if you're not feeling it if like well our bodies will know it'll react like it's it's all about the energy speaking of goals though by the way i just want you to know that saturday is um national vision board day so i feel like you should set your goals for the year and build a vision board on saturday
2: know what because
0: we will be doing the same thing
1: We will be doing Mm -hmm. i can connect to that energy with you ladies i will do it yeah Okay. okay i could do that no i think it's good and i love hearing how open you are about these stories and the the journey because i think another thing about women is sometimes we don't like to talk about you know what it takes to get there there's many of us that like to because we know that this is what builds who we are and who we become Um, And it's 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 very funny to hear. I I don't want to say it's funny because it's not humorous, but it's it's empowering is the word. Nobody
0: wants to talk about the grind. Nobody wants to talk about the hustle you have to put in until they get to be successful like you. And then you can look back and tell the story. And people are always like, oh, yeah, look at the look at the hustle she put in. But then when when you're in it, it, It's it's
1: the worst. It's
0: the worst. Right. But let's just let's just put it out there. To be successful, it's yeah, it's gonna, if, if, you know, if it's, if it's worth the goal, it's worth the work, but it is a grind.
1: It is a grind. Absolutely gr- right. It's a grind, but it's a good grind. And what is it if you're, if you don't have the, who are you without the ball?
0: Who are you when you don't have the ball? Who are you without the ball? Yes.
2: I'm the person in the tub. Listening to my mantras and my affirmations with my candles around. My Ooh, principles.
0: I like that. I'd like <laughs> to be that person right now, actually.
1: <laughs> I would as well. I would as well. Brenda, you Let's have come. made 30 minutes go by so fast. Woo-hoo! I think I'm, you know, I knew coming in, I felt it before we even lo- like logged on. It was going to be a good moment. But I really, I'm so just empowered listening to you because I think your passion and your journey is very cool. And I think one that resonates with a lot of women, because having the door slammed in your face or being told no is something that we all go through and to be able to rise up and, you know, 15 plus years later, be a successful woman in business. That is a great story to tell. And so with that, everybody get out there this week and be inspired.